Welcome everybody to the new feature, Shocked Talk. This is the after podcast party you didn't know you didn't need. I am your host for this, Sean Hall, and I'm here with my ever-loving wife. Hello! Her name is Maddie. Hello! And uh, together we're going to be talking about the podcast, Shocked and Applaud, which is done by our very favorite friends, Naomi and Lydia. And Jen. The first thing is, since this first episode, we thought we'd introduce ourselves. My name is Sean. I, uh, involved with the podcast, I'm the artist who draws the little caricatures in the front, and I'm also the creator of Sean Facts, which, if they annoy you in our podcast, I'm sorry. But, uh, the lead researcher, as I am, I I look for, you know, facts and stuff about the film that might make, uh, Naomi and Lydia's conversations a little bit more knowledgeable, interesting madeline is just staring at me like she doesn't know what what's going on all right this is great for our podcast okay so what we decided to do was i was asked to maybe give some clarifications on what they missed and maybe uh engage with the community of applauders out there that's exactly what we're gonna do uh we're gonna work on uh, a couple of things and the first one we're gonna try is a segment called uh corrections uh this is where we're gonna go back and we're just gonna maybe clarify correct some things that uh, might have gotten missed in the podcast like for example i know jen specifically said that alanis morissette was not an actress when she was little and i know that to be untrue because she was in my favorite tv show from when i was seven you can't do that on television feel free to add anything anytime there maddie i don't have anything to add you never saw you can't do that on television oh honey i'm not that old oh ouch yeah sorry Mm. they'd say i don't know and get doused with slime i remember slime yeah all right Anything else you remember? All right. Well, uh, talking about that, then we're going to go straight into discussing uh, what we found weird about Return to Oz. I have some notes. Did you have anything to say Well, before we start? No, no. I lost my notes. Oh, you lost your notes. Okay, she lost her notes, but I tell you our second episode will be much, much better. <laughs> so come back and watch our sec- listen to our second episode. Which, I thought uh, I was just going to read comments. Oh, well. I didn't know I had to be prepared. You told me I didn't have to be prepared. You, well, <laughs> It's called ad-libbing. Oh, I don't do that. Oh. I was not an improv. That was you. Oh, yeah, that was me, wasn't it? Okay, Uh all right. Moving right along, since there wasn't a whole lot to to discuss, this episode- Oh, the Shea Lounge. The Shea Lounge. correction. Okay, go ahead. Naomi mentioned that it was popular in the 18th and 19th centuries, but it technically um, was created and popularized in the 16th century. Oh. And what exactly is a Shea Lounge? You looked it up. You don't know what it is? No, I don't. I don't. I, it's, well, Naomi said what it is. And oh, that's, is that really what it is? Yeah, that's oh. what it is. It's like a couch, but it only has one side. And it's for reclining without having to actually lay down. But you can, you know, you're not, you have half a couch. So you can lean or you can dine, like Naomi said, in the Roman style. So was that actually a Shea Lounge or was it a couch? I thought that the Gump was a couch. I don't remember. Great. That's amazing. I love you. (laughs) All right. You always say that when you're irritated. I love you. I love you. I love you. All right. (laughs) Moving right along then. Um, I just wanted to share some facts with you that might not have come up before. Uh, While you were watching the wonderful film of Return to Oz, I just... 
wanted to point out that it is actually based on two separate stories by Frank Elbaum, The Marvelous Land of Oz and Ozma of Oz. And if you wanted to know a little bit about The Marvelous Land of Oz, it actually does not have Dorothy in it at all. Not at all. Really? No Dorothy. Wow. Yeah. Instead, it's about a boy named Tip who is a servant for a witch named Mombi. Uh, he tries to escape because, you know, witches are evil. Whatever. You know, as you do. Mm-hmm. And he builds Jack Pumpkinhead to help him escape. He escapes and uh, on a sawhorse that he makes come to life. So, a little sawhorse that they ride. Uh, there he meets a general of an all-female munchkin army called General Ginger, spelled J-I-N-J-U-R, who's trying to take over the Emerald City for females everywhere and replace the Scarecrow, who now is the leader of Emerald City because the wizard would... The rest of the story is a little bit weird. There's a thing called a Wogglebug, which is only interesting if you listen to theater because Frank L. Baum turned this into a stage musical with the Wogglebug. And a mouse queen with her army of mice that terrified the women because, hey, stereotypes are fun. <laughs> and then they go and they find Glenda and Glenda brings them all back and... Is it Glenda or Glinda? Glenda or Glinda. I'm not sure. We should perhaps look that up. Is that my job? A little bit. All right. Anyway, the end of the book ends with Glenda pointing out that the ruler of Oz should be a little girl named Ozma who disappeared when the wizard took over. Mombi, under torture, says, Hey, I was given Ozma and turned her into a boy. So then you find out Tip is Ozma. So the little boy then turns into a little girl, which, uh, I don't know, I guess the books I read said that this would have been on par with stage shows at the time because stage plays would have had a little boy being played by a little girl anyway and so it was just easier to do this and that's the book absolutely no dorothy eh. hmm. the second book ozma of oz starts out with dorothy going with her uncle to australia g'day mate yeah where they shipwreck hence her landing in a chicken coop cage floating across the ocean just like the uh movie basically that's Pretty much all, except for she doesn't end in Ozma. She ends up in the land of Eb, not Oz. Uh, with her chicken friend, Belina, she finds TikTok. They are attacked by the wheelers, which are still the same. Creepy guys with wheels for hands and legs that can't crawl up and down stairs, unlike Daleks. And uh, then they visit the castle of Princess Langdemir. And Princess Langdemir has the replaceable heads. So they basically combine Mombi and Langdemir together. And I guess what had happened was, is that the leader of Ev committed suicide when he gave his family over to the Gnome King so he could take control, but he felt bad. The Gnome King turned them all into ornaments. Scarecrow, Ozma, the Tin Man, uh, Dorothy, all the friends go and they try to fight the Gnome King and he gives them the same choices of going into the room to pick out an ornament. Everybody fails except for Dorothy. And Belinda overhears the Gnome King talking about how you can tell the difference between the ornaments. So Dorothy figures it out, releases everybody. Bel Belina lays an egg, scares the crap out of everybody and they all come home. There's a magic belt that uh, the Gnome King has, not the magic shoes. So then Dorothy Is gets sent home with the magic belt. Does the magic belt, is it like on par with Batman's belt? A utility magic belt? Yeah. No. No? No. 
I think it's like a WWE belt if it was infused with magic. Oh. You know, like a magic belt. Magic belt. One more time. Say it one more time. Magic belt. (laughs) Okay, that's the stories. So really... So they basically took two stories, mashed them together into something that was completely different. Yeah, pretty much. To be honest, I kind of like the tip. I I would have liked to seen a story about Oz without Dorothy in it. So just just the tip, just the tip. But um bum, hey, that's uh some leftover Sean facts for you. And now we're gonna move on to engaging you, the community of plotters. We're going to be doing that by reading some of the reviews that you gave us on Apple Podcast reviews, where currently we have five stars. All right, so we're going to first start with a review by Starbuck Meeting, Magic the Gathering, Star... Starbuck MTG uh, wrote, Really great podcast. I am so glad I found this podcast. It's such a fun listen. Thank you for recommending. I listened to your Little Shop of Horrors episodes. They were so good. Yes, the Little Shop of Horrors podcasts were quite excellent even though uh, the film scares the crap out of me i don't know i don't like it i saw it when i was like five and i think i had a problem with plants eating people i think that's a discussion for another time maybe it is all right uh nick ee98 wrote 89 nick ee89 ee89 wrote This is a really fun show. I started with the episodes on Dinner for Schmucks, and now I am dying to rewatch the movie. Subscribed! Keep up the good work. K-T-N-O-T. They said... Art House meets Mega Production Land. Started off with their Dinner for Schmucks, even though I haven't seen it, but glad this podcast was the one to break me in. Lots of delightful and tasty banter. Look forward to checking out more episodes. Subscribe and listen now. Tasty banter? Mm. Yeah. Uh Skywalker0429 wrote, Great podcast. What a great podcast to listen to, especially if you are a movie buff. Enjoyed the Night of the Living Dead. The hosts are great and entertaining, and the show has a great flow to it. Keep up the great work. Yes, the Night of the Living Dead episode was great. Now we have Justin NJABC. He writes, Good take on classic cinema. Such a wonderful podcast that really, really dives in-depth into film. With enthusiasm that is easy to feel. The banter between the three hosts brings a level of excitement and humor to the analysis, going into the specific plot beats and discussing that at length. However, instead of being overly critical, they are enthusiastic. My first episode of theirs was their discussion on Night of the Living Dead, which has yet to conclude. Here I was presented with an excellent discussion on the circumstances around the production of the film and how they themselves appreciate the film in its own merits, reflecting upon their experiences, recalling a humorous story about how a group of church kids weren't thrilled with it. The level of energy and fun is present throughout the entire series. A three-parter! I feel like I have gotten my fill of a film I haven't seen for years. Highly recommend. That was great. And I do remember them talking about showing it to a group of unenthusiastic church kids. You know, not to go off on a long, long ramble, but uh, my church probably would have never shown me anything close to that. Although I did get to watch the highly freakoutable Thief of the Night series, which 
All you, uh, all you church out kids out there might remember the one where the rapture came and kidnapped everybody, even whether like vacuuming and then the people left over had to fight a corrupt government that wanted a tattoo. So we have one more comment okay. left to read. Uh, Jen Burt actually recently as of last month writes, Applause for this podcast. The production quality behind this podcast is top notch. That would be Jen, y'all. The hosts have great insights and intelligent conversation about these movies and also bring hilarious banter to each episode. I started with their Night of the Living Dead series and it made me love the film even more as a zombie fan myself. I will definitely be binging everything else they have and anything else to come. Subbed. All right. Uh, that's great. Uh, if you'd like to leave a review... You can uh, on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave comments on their Facebook page. That is true. Facebook at Shocked and Applaud or Twitter at Shocked Applaud. If you would like to hear your own comments or if you have any questions or if you know something that we've forgotten, I mean, I'm always up for help now and then, you can always email us at shockedandapplaud at gmail.com. Or tweet at us, again, at Shocked Applaud on Twitter. Uh, who knows? We might even read your reviews or comments on this uh, Shock Talk. So I guess that's about it. This is meant to be short and sweet. And Do you have anything to say, Madeline? Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed this uh, the first episode of Shock Talk. Perhaps we'll get better as time goes on. From all of us here at the Shocked and Applaud Minor Studio, this has been Shocked Talk. The after podcast party you didn't know you didn't need. I'm Sean. I'm Maddie. And thanks for listening.